Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. Well, the Seahawks pick up a huge win on the road in a hostile building over the Detroit Lions, and there were some key plays on that defensive side of the ball. We talked about what Trey Brown did, and this man came up with a, a forced fumble that was recovered by the Seahawks. It was a huge moment for them, and he's with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. He is Uchenna Nuosu with us. How are you, man? I'm good. How you doing? We're doing great. Congrats on the win. Congrats on 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 that play. I I've got him at, I know it's only one week prior to this. You're, you're still so early in the season, but just the way the game ended the week before, I would imagine you probably couldn't wait to get out there and play again, right? Absolutely. Considering what happened last week, you know, though, we were just so hyped going into the season, you know, practices have been going well, training camp's been going really well and to put on a poor performance like that, you know, we couldn't wait to get that taste out of our mouth. Hey, Uchenna, kind of coming off of uh, the, the Rams game, what was kind of the, the talk about the pass rush and, and getting after it as, uh, you know, compared to, you know, what happened? What was kind of the message this week going into this game? Yeah, you know, during that Rams game, you know, it was it was kind of tough. You know, I feel like the Rams, they had a certain game plan going into that. You know, they know who our rushers are. They know who DT is coming off nine and a half. They know we got Draymond in the offseason. They know myself. So, you know, their game, they had a game plan to get the ball out fast. You know, Stafford wasn't really holding on to the ball, you know, a whole lot. Gave us a lot of time to really get there. And plus, you know, they were doing a lot of chipping and sliding on the edge. But, you know, just it was so it made it real difficult to pass rush that night. Um, so coming into this last play, last game that we played, we made an emphasis that no matter what, we got to try to get home, coming inside, coming outside, picking for each other. Just whatever we can and just get back to Jared Goff. Hey, we always talk about when it comes to the O-line that it's important that these guys have a connection, that they're, they work in concert with each other and time out on the field, they develop that, and they're kind of one big unit. How is that with a defensive line, with a pass rush? Is it Obviously, it's not this, quite the same in terms of movement and everything, but does it, is there a rhythm that's developed with you guys that takes a little bit of time to, to get there? Absolutely. You know, pass rushing, you, you know, you got to be on the same – same page to everybody know what everybody's doing you know especially because we're all in tight quarters we're all kind of running into each other anybody can you know bump into each other or come off of each other and all these things so being in unison is very important especially on the defensive line um and pass rushing just communication you know it takes a couple games you know going into that doesn't just happen right out the box you know some for some for some teams and you know we're slowly coming along and when they come they come in bunches so we'll be all right well, Nichena, there's a difference between playing the run, right? I mean, you got to kind of keep your shoulders square. Pass rush, you got to, you know, sort of turn your shoulders and get up field and stuff like that. Um, yeah, talk about uh, talk about the the run defense and how the D line kind of handled that. I mean, you can't have guys flying up field, right? I mean, when it, when it's a run, you've got to really stay in your gap and just hold your gap. Correct? Tell us kind of a little bit about that difference between pass rush and playing the run. Yeah, pass rush. You know, you got freedom a little bit. You know, it depends on the quarterback you're playing. If you're playing a station quarterback, you can, you know, avoid the rush lanes a little bit here and there and take more risks. Um, opposed to, you know, mobile quarterbacks where you kind of got to keep that rush lane integrity. And, you know, run gas is very important too. You know, everybody got to do their assignment, do their job, because if one guy doesn't, then the ball can, you know, get, you know, long 25-yard runs. So it's very important. Pass rush and run games, you know, they feed off each other. Mm-hmm. You're used to playing at at, at... – Lumen Field, where when you're on the field, obviously it's incredibly loud and, and and hard for you guys to communicate. That was a crazy building yesterday, but you guys had the luxury of being uh, on the side where it would be quiet. You know, when that when their offense was on the field, how much easier does that make it for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Just like you said, the communication we can hear each other's checks a lot more. 
We can hear what the offense is saying. You know, if they have, like, certain words or terms that they use, you know, we can pick up on those throughout the games. And, you know, we can hear the, the, the quarterback's cadence and, you know, really, really go off, like, his movements and stuff. So it makes the game a lot easier for us. And, you know, defense really likes those types of environments. Is it sweeter, Uchenna, on the road like that? I mean, I know you love being home and everything, but, like, after a win, number one, you quiet the stadium. And number two, you get a chance to kind of hang out with your teammates. And I know the travel sucks and all that, but, but you know, you get a chance to kind of relish the win with your teammates, right? Right. You know, that camaraderie on the, on, the, on the long flight home, man, was very nice, especially considering how long that flight was. So to be able to get a win like that and everybody's just relaxed, everybody's, you know, a little happier, everybody's a lot more calm, you know, it's just it made the plane ride more enjoyable, you know, so getting wins on the road is huge for the morale of the team. Is there any extra motivation to, to sort of rally behind Quandre Diggs, who was obviously, I know it's been a few years at this point, but he was in Detroit, obviously it holds a special spot. Is there any, Larry, let's, let's get some get back for him out here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we, we talk about him all the time, him, Nick Ballore, you know, they're out there together. So anytime we go back to, you know, face former teammates for each other, you know, we rise for each other, and there's always motivation for those guys. Hey, Uchenna, they were, uh, you know, celebrated Barry Sanders. Um, you know, he's an old man like me, but, I mean, <laughs> you look at that guy. You ever look at that guy's film and some of his highlights and stuff? Seeing him oh, out yeah. there, was that kind of special? Yeah, it was cool to see. You know, it was great to see an NFL Hall of Fame legend like that, you know. Um, anytime you come across, like, guys like that, you cherish, like, wow, what they've done for the game, and you look at it, and it's very special, and hope hope one day you can emulate doing something like that, you know, so it was, it was good to see, you know, it was what nice what the Detroit Lions did, and having a statue, it was cool to be part of that. Now, the, we had heard all about the, the ski masks that were going to be in the stands, and the player wearing them, and all that going into the game, there was a lot of hype around that, and then after the game, we see the post of uh, somebody in that Seahawks locker room wearing a ski mask. Did you guys talk much about that leading into this one? No, nah, we didn't talk about no ski. We, I mean, Pete Carroll might have mentioned at one time how they're going to be all juiced up and have ski masks and stuff. We didn't really care about no ski masks. <laughs> I don't even know how. I don't know how. It was, the person I was wearing the ski mask was Jarek Reed, our uh, safety, <clears throat> the rookie. I don't even know how he got that ski mask. He must have took it off somebody's head. But when he brought it in the locker room, man, it, it was funny to see that everybody was going crazy. The music was going. So, yeah, it was, it was cool vibes. Is there any place that's more uh, sort of, I don't know, where the fans are more annoying? than I mean, when I played, it was the Raider fans. But, yeah, those fans were pretty emboldened. I, I only saw Uchen, I only saw one ski mask, and it was on a five-year-old. So it wasn't very intimidating. But, you know, yeah. do you do you have some, some places that you really like to play just to shut them up? Yeah, um, there's a lot of places. Raiders, of course. Um uh, the Lions stay. This is my second year in a row going there. For some yeah. reason, they always be trying to trash talk us. That never works. Um, <laughs> there's a couple other places, but I just can't think of it right now off the top of my head. I like that it never works. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lucena, we know you got to get to a meeting, so we, we'll, we'll let you go. But we really appreciate you taking the time, as always. And congrats on the win, man. Thanks so much for, for the conversation. Thanks, guys. Hear Wyman and Bob every afternoon, 2 to 7.